0: Could put a finger on why the offensive line maybe hasn't performed up to expectations. What would be? Oh man, you name it. I think uh, I think different issues have kind of surfaced in different weeks. Um, just haven't been able. We've got we've gotten close, but just haven't been able to put a complete game together. Um, and then the West Virginia game can't really put a finger, um, you know, towards anything very positive um, coming out of that. But um i think we just have to we have to be it's a lack of consistency is what it is we're 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 great sometimes and we're terrible other times and so um i think kind of inconsistency has been our biggest issue this season just off the top of my head do you think part of that is how much the line has shuffled around this year Uh, i mean i think that's part of it i mean it could be because you kind of get used to guys playing next to you but at the same time Everyone has to know what's going on and be comfortable in what we're doing. And, you know, the expectation is that everyone in the O-line room theoretically could go in and play. And so you have to be prepared that way. And so um, I don't think that's been um, up there in terms of the biggest issues. But I would be it would be a lie to say that it doesn't play a factor, but not a big one. With you guys on the online, we've talked about it <coughs> numerous times how important it is to have everybody on the same page and clicking together. Yeah. Right. And Arod said he's been a little surprised that it hasn't clicked as much this year or as quickly as, as maybe he thought. What does it take to get that, you know, clicking where it's clicked in with all five guys every play? Um, I think it takes I think reps first and foremost and also just, you know, commitment to the playbook um and understanding all your assignments all of the time and because obviously there have been some scenarios where we haven't been on the same page um and <clears throat> you know i think just obviously that starts with me um at center you know and if if you know if we have to just over communicate to get everybody on the same page and just essentially tell everybody what to do and make sure everyone knows what's going on and so be it but uh you know I think uh, I think we need to communicate better up there, and then I think also just we have to spend more time, which we definitely have this week, sorry um, in the film room, and you know just even just in the playbook, getting back to the basics and the fundamentals because those are things that you know have been slipping for us recently um, so you know where Kingsley stood up and pointed at a guy that had crossed the neutral zone? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're taught to do? Or- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and so the the challenge with those is um, typically it needs to be the guy directly in front of you who crosses the neutral zone for you to raise up. Um, and so I think the problem with that one was the, the nose guard over me um, did go into the neutral zone, but the defensive end didn't quite get into the neutral zone and so because it wasn't one of the guards or the guy close to the guy who actually entered the neutral zone that's why they ended up calling it a false start and that's that's a tough one that's kind of a judgment call for kings it's it's hard that's not easy to do he felt like he crossed the line so he raised up on it and i I don't it was close i don't blame him for doing it but that's kind of how those work Jay Hill yesterday thought that maybe the effort in the second half from the defensive side wasn't, wasn't there all the way. Do you see that as all as a problem on the offensive side? No doubt. Yeah, for sure. And um, I think especially, you know, I think especially towards the back half of that game, guys were getting frustrated that things weren't going our way and it was just kind of boiling up and we needed to, you know, we needed to push through that a, a little better than we did, especially once you kind of realized that it was out of hand a little bit. We got to be better about getting through that. I got to be better about pushing through that. And um, no, definitely the effort needs to increase for sure. How important is it to play well this week at home, back home, and get a chance to to keep winning there? It's huge. It's the biggest game of the year for us because it's the game this week and it's a chance to get bowl eligible, um, which is obviously a team goal that we have and so it's a huge game. It's huge. Under Under another, you probably thinking just about this game, but are, are you approaching this month It's kind of your final stretches of a BYU Cougar? I know you've got the COVID year, but are you kind of looking to this as your final run, you got to make the most of it? Um, yes, in the sense of for our season, yeah. me personally haven't Decided thought yet. much about that yet. Just that's, There's a lot that happens after that last game of the year mm-hmm. that helps determine that decision, and so I can't really do much about it till we get there, so I haven't thought about it too much. What would bowl eligible mean for you personally? I mean, it's kind of been an expectation around this program while you've been here, certainly. So just yeah. what would it mean to clinch another bowl game, especially in the first year in the Big 12? I think it would, be, it would be huge for our team, you know, because obviously because it's a goal that we have, but also, you know, your first year as a Power 5 to get bowl eligible um, and you know that's a that's a huge thing for your team to get that one more chance to play together because this team will never be the same regardless of whether you come back next year. There's freshmen that got f- four more years. This is the last chance that we have over these next month, month and a half to play together as right. a team. So we want to extend that for as long as possible. Right. Anything else? Okay. Thank you guys. Thanks, thanks Connor. Thanks.